When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hello everyone, welcome to another video from Fantasy Football Scout. I have a dog on my lap who might appear uh, at some point during this video. Um, but as well as the dog, I'm joined by Gianni. And we're both on Green Arrows, Gianni. We're doing well. Come on. Yeah, I, um, I'm fairly happy at the moment. Good. Fairly happen. happy. You're kind of yo-yoing, aren't you? You're, you're kind of dropping down to 100k, uh, going up to 100k, dropping down to 200k, sort of sandwiched. That's how I play the game, mate. But I'm, I'm always, <laughs> I always get a decent green or a decent red. It's just because... Yeah, I'm, annoyingly, I, I'm not very good at the whole consistency thing. And small, ideally, you just get small greens every week of 2K and yeah. you end up with a really good season. But my season graph is just that <laughs> every season. And, and it's clearly my, it's clearly me. It's a me thing. But that's not that's not entertaining. Um, just just I mean, just for anyone watching, you've literally just looked like you're waving a magic wand around Sorry, the, yeah. the thing. That is your uh, that is your microphone. No, your headset cleaning device, I believe. It, it is also known <laughs> as a chopstick. Um, but for me to be able to get good sound on my old sort of headphone jack, I have to do quite a lot of poking and blowing. <laughs> See, people don't know the, the effort we go into to make these videos. People just don't know, do they? <laughs> um, yeah, we've got lots to talk about. We've got uh, your team. As I said, both you did, you did well this week. Um, we're going to get into that. We're going to look at your team going ahead for the next week. Get your thoughts on Conte as well. I know you've got lots of thoughts on, on Conte. Uh, what we're going to do with Spurs players and talk about Chelsea fullbacks as well. Cause, oh, this is a great, it's a great one for you. You love to talk about, you know, all this stuff. Uh, before we get into that, I just want to talk about Fantasy Five. Obviously, we're partnered with um, Fantasy Five this year at Scouts. It's a complimentary game to play alongside FPL. Uh, you can win £10,000 each week. All you've got to do is pick five players from five different games. And if they hit their fantasy points target, uh, you win. And you get all of them right and you win 10 k It sounds easy. It is not that easy. I still <laughs> haven't won it. I'm sure I'm going to at some point. Um, the good thing as well is if you don't win, there's also monthly prizes seasonal prizes um, as well there's a fantasy football scout league that you can join the uh, description uh, has the links um, to all of that uh, weekly prize as well premier league football kits of choice monthly prizes uh, we've had uh, we've had an apple watch that was last month's we've had a 4k gaming monitor so really really good prizes and the fantasy football scout league is 100 pounds a month for the winner of that and annual prize is uh, champions league final tickets so that would be very exciting if you win that as well. Uh, so head over to Fantasy 5, do your teams, completely free, uh, and you can win all of this great stuff too. If you're interested in that, Jenny and I will be talking about our selection for the game week uh, coming uh, at the end of this video. Right, before we get into that though, let's talk about your game week. I mean, we've got loads to talk about here. Uh, you got 66 points, which is a big, big green arrow for you. Uh, really good score. I got 61 and I was really happy with that. So 66, even better. Uh, fostering goal over Ramsdale. We will talk about that in a sec. Uh, James, 21. Pretty good. Alexander Arnold, who you bought in. Uh, just the one. Cancelo with two. Salah captain. Disappointing. 
massively backed. I think the highest captain ever in FPL or something. something really? Like, I didn't know that. I think so. Close, really close to 200%. I was energy. delighted with, with, with 10 captain points after last week. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's very true. You <laughs> should have captain Havertz. You would have got even more. <laughs> uh, Foden with two. Rafina or shaking off his Schrodinger's cat uh, yeah. to actually deliver some points and not be injured for once. Uh, yeah. Havertz got you six. And then Antonio with two. Tony with two, and then Jimenez on Monday Night Football coming in with nine. Really good score. Yeah. Your bench though, Jenny. Ramsdale, oh. 10. Livramento, six. Christiansen, six. Mm. Brownhill, two. Yeah, talk me through it. What do you, what do you make of it all? I mean, I, am, I, I don't want to moan. I can't moan off, off that green arrow. But the benching stuff annoys me <laughs> because it's 24 points and it's it's 24 points that I lost out the week before from the Salah captaincy and then 24 points again this week on bench. I'm like, oh, this 24 number is just going to kill me all season, isn't it? Um, but look, <laughs> when Reese James gets you 21, you've just got to go, I'm happy days. So that was obviously a big win, Reese. And that's, look, I made what was... I wildcarded in game week seven and went Rudiger over James because James was injured. And at the time, Chilwell, we didn't know was going to be a starter, right? He was on the bench back then. So I went Rudiger. And a week after wildcard, I saw James was fit. And I was like, oh, I've got a free transfer. I've just wildcarded. I'm going to go, James is back now. I'm going to go James to Rudiger. And I was really worried doing that. And that week, James came off the bench, got a one pointer. Rudiger got got like nine or six or whatever he gets. But I did it for the upside. And I've, I've always said with Thomas Tuchel's Chelsea, the points is in the fullbacks. Like it clear, you just have to watch 10 minutes of Chelsea play to go. If you play FPL, you need to cover the fullbacks, not the centre-backs. So look, well, I mean, I've got Christensen in my team. Sure, there's nothing wrong with the centre-backs, but the upside is there. So I made that very sideways move and straight away it didn't pay off Rudiger to James. But long-term, it massively, massively will. And I've seen signs of that already with mm. his 21 whopping points. And before he scored the goals... He was up 15 BPS on Chilwell already yeah. before he scored the goals. Like he's a points magnet in FPL. He could, so have, he could have had an assist as well. An amazing yeah. ball across the box that that no one could turn in. Uh, he he's he is fantastic. I mean the you know we say every week the issues are will, will he start enough? Will he come off the bench? Yeah. I mean we saw in the Champions League he didn't come off the bench, uh, which is good. But yeah. there is always that kind of concern with him a little bit. Um, I mean, I was looking at your team. I, I wanted to pick holes in your in your selection, in your starting eleven, and say, oh, you should have played blah, blah, blah. I mean, I yeah. played Foster over Ramsdale did as you? well. I did. I am now looking at that and thinking, oh, I mean, I had Vardy, so I didn't want to do the, yeah. the, the clash. Uh, I guess the problem with Foster is like, I just don't know about like the cycling goalkeeper. Is he a bit distracted? <laughs> I, I don't know. I find it all a bit weird. Ramsdale is, is having the kind of last few weeks. He's been absolutely immense. I mean, the save from, from Madison's oh, free kick. That's going to be one that is sort of remembered for years to come, I think. A bit like the David Seaman's FA yeah. Cup final save against Sheffield United, that, that sort of clawing back. This will be another one. And it was just save after save. But I look back at it and go, clearly it was the wrong call, but... Leicester should have scored bags of goals. They, <laughs> Leicester were all over them and had a huge amount of opportunities. Those worldies, we just can't predict. What we can try and predict is, will that team be up against it and will they concede lots of shots? Mm. Yeah, they were up against it. And yeah, they did concede lots of shots. So, look, I mean, I'm annoyed by it. But at the same time, I'd probably still go Foster again yeah. over Ramsdale. So it is what it is. And then you look at Livermento. For the last four weeks, I think he scored... Oh, right. by the way, I think 24 points was very similar. And he's been on my bench for every single one of them. Like, and every week you come on here saying, oh, I spotted him. He's my boy. He's the Chelsea guy. You never even play him. 
I know, I know. <laughs> I there I am shout, singing from the rooftops. I'm the one that tweeted about him in August um, before the season started. But who do you play him? Should I have played him instead of Tony? No. no Should I have it's... played him instead of Trent? No. I, yeah. I, 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 yeah, like, like I say, I, I just don't think you could have you could have played. I mean, you could have got lucky. And I mean, I had um, Smith Rowe coming on this week oh, for, yeah. for Bomo. So nice. if you'd had Bomo, you would have got one of them on. But I don't think you can beat yourself up too much. I think auto I think... subs, mate. Everyone in the community is getting auto subs because they've got likes of Mbomo, you yeah. know, and they're all getting Livermento sixes. I've had like, I think I've had four auto subs all season. <laughs> just, just not like it. I mean, you still can play. I mean, 66 points though. I know. It's, I'm very happy. It's, it's a hell of a score. And, and the, the nice thing is, you know, you had lots of different players chipping in. You know, James, it wasn't just James. You had Havertz with the assist, Rafina getting the goal, Salah with the assist, and then Jimenez is nine. Is, yeah, is, is, is that really was nice. valuable. Jimenez yeah. is nine. Jimenez and Rafinha, those two nines were actually more rewarding than the James 21 in a weird way. Because yeah. they're two players that I've stuck with for a while and I needed to deliver or they'd be on the chopping block. And now I'm thinking, actually, I'm not selling Jimenez and I'm not selling Rafinha. And both of them were kind of on the cusp mm. getting to that point. Yep, no, absolutely. Uh, let's take a look at your team uh, for game week 11 then. So Livermento starts. He does. Spoilers. <laughs> maybe, Spoilers. maybe. Yeah, this is, this is a, this, again, this is a really interesting one. So, so you've gone for Ramsdale in goal, uh, unsurprising, uh, against Watford. And then you've got Livermento, James, Trent and Christensen. And then Salah Foden, Rafinha Havertz, Jimenez and Tony. Strong looking team. Your bench though... Ooh, I can see some points here. Foster Antonio yeah. on your bench, first sub. Cancelo, second sub. And then Mr. Brownhill um, is also there. So talk me through the Antonio and, and Cancelo benching. There's got to be a bit of a fear, right? They're going to come in. Yeah, there's a massive fear. Like Antonio is, we saw last season, Antonio, I think he's fairly fixture proof. I think he got a couple of goals against Man City last season. Turned up, turns up in big games. Like West Ham looked good. They don't, they're not a part of the bus team against the big teams. They'll have a go. So Antonio benching is going to be a very difficult one. I actually, I actually am looking at this now and thinking perhaps Christensen is benched and I play a back three just because as much as Christensen's fixture is great against Burnley, if they do score, I've got two clean sheet wipeouts there mm. and I'm just spreading the risk. Maybe I bench Christensen and go Antonio in. But again, I'm looking at, I'm looking at my, my forwards. I'm not benching Tony and I don't think I should bench him. And as as good as Palace have been at the back, really impressed by Wolves of late, like really impressed by them. I think the front three of Trincao, Huang and Jimenez has really clicked yeah. to the point where you've got Podence and Traore, both very good players, can't get a look in. So I can't bench Jimenez. And then I'm expecting big things from Havertz this week. Like he is the last week in my team. He's got to deliver. <laughs> this is his week. Um, and he will play number nine. I know he got 90 for Chelsea, but he's the only option. Uh, Lukaku and Werner are out and I can't bench Foden there's a chance Foden and Christensen one of those guys could 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 be benched anyway and might not feature and then I get bench points and I get an auto sub finally but yeah it's a tough one I mean looking at my 11 as I, I know you're a big Antonio fan I'm guessing you would get him in I'm benching him are you I'm benching him this week yeah I don't know if it's the right call I think he, he can obviously do damage I just, I don't like clashes, you know, yeah. I, I, I think with Trent there as well. I want to kind of, I'm a bit like you in a way. I, I don't like this kind of steady like yeah. thing. I like to kind of try and target, you know, big returns. And it's not always the most sensible strategy. I wouldn't always advise it, but this is an, this is a kind of a, 
when you've got a player like Antonio with such a high, I mean, forty percent ownership, something like that. Lots yeah. of people are talking about selling him as well, but yeah. he's going to be mass- he's going to be highly backed. So I'm looking at this as an opportunity to try and bring in someone and, and try and get ahead. So I'm bringing in Smith Rowe for him. I'm benching Cancelo at the moment as well for Shane Duffy. We are actually very similar. We I often are. look at your teams and your decision and just from these chats and go, yeah, as an eye on a level there, like we we have very similar thought processes. So yeah, mate, glad about that, mate. Yeah, kind of, <laughs> kind of all or nothing, right? I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I, I want to, you know, I want to push up. I mean, I'm in, I'm in a decent position now, 21k. I want to push up into the top 10k, top 1k. And yeah, you're not sitting there. No, happy. You're, yeah. I don't. I don't want to consolidate. I don't believe in in that. I want to push up for as high as I can. And yeah. you know, Antonio could hit a brace. It wouldn't surprise me that much. It could massively hurt. But you kind of got to got to go for these things. It's Cancelo yeah. that worries me more. If I'm being honest, I mean, yeah. Varane's out for United, looks like, hamstring injury. I think City are going to go into that game wanting to lay a marker down after a big, you know, bad result against Palace. Yeah. And obviously Cancelo always got the potential to hit high numbers. United are going to struggle to score in that game, I think, as well. I, th- I think this could be a Cancelo. They won't have the ball much, will they, United? No. Especially with the back five, that one fewer player in midfield. Well, can they play a means... back five without, without, um, yeah, true. without Varane? It'd be what? Lindelof, Maguire, and and Bailly. I mean, Bailly was good. Was good last night. He was a mate. He was their man of the match. Yeah, but then I Maguire. Guess they could looked, go with that. Yeah, I think I think they'll have to go with that somehow. Mm. And maybe you could argue you could play Luke Shaw as the left centre back and then play Dallow as the wing back. That's true. Yeah, could yeah. do that. We have seen Luke Shaw play left centre back, but yeah, again, I wouldn't want to be trusting Luke Shaw as a centre back at the moment. He's no. just positionally out of out of his depth, it seems. But I think Man City win big. But I do go. It's Old Trafford. And there's match winners in Cavani, Rashford, Ronaldo that I don't think they'll be winning any matches, but I think they'll be scoring a goal. I do think they score, but I think, you know, it'll be 3-1 City or 4-1 City, but I do think United score. I think it's interesting that this is the week that you choose to play Livramento when you've got Antonio and Cancelo yeah. who look who look good. I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I think I'd, I'd play either of them over Livramento, if I'm being honest. Would you? Uh, but then again, Livramento has been great and Villa have been shocking. So you just, yeah, it's... You, it's, you're in the same position as me. I was, yeah. I was when I saw you had Antonio and Cancelo bench, the same as I did. I thought, yeah, we are, we are actually quite similar. Um, you have Livramento. I do. Must have. What? I do. So, so you'll be benching him as well? Yeah. Yeah. So my bench will be Antonio, Cancelo, Livramento at the moment. Wow. Which is yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, because you've got Smith Rowe where I've got Brownhill. Yeah. So yeah I mean, it's, it's, it's you know, it's bench boost almost territory for me because I've got I nearly bench well. boosted last week yeah. I genuinely and I know I've got 24 it's easy to say now but I genuinely was looking at a bench boost last week for like but I just couldn't properly consider it because I know I know us sort of FPL enthusiasts and us keynotes shouldn't be bench boosting now I know it's worth waiting for I, I, I'd quite like I quite like the idea of getting rid of it yeah, it's, it's the off. one ship we hate, isn't oh, it? I hate like, it. I just, yeah. I just hate the fact you've got to, you've got to build your wild card around it. That's yeah. that's that's what I hate about it. Uh, you know, there's a few people I know uh, bench boosted in, in game week one just to kind of get rid of it. I don't think they had huge scores, but in the same time they got, you know, twelve points. I mean, what realistically we're going to get from it? 20, 20 points, twenty five points. That'd be a good return. I love twenty five. I think I always <laughs> get about twelve. Yeah, I, know, I always do I mean. really poorly on it. That's what I mean. I am. I am. I can't. I, I don't think I'll do it, but it is. I, I think we might see a few bench boosts this week because there is, there is some good games for, for players that people are, are benching. Um, mm. I guess it's, if I'm not backing Antonio though to score against Liverpool, then there's not much point in doing it. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Spurs. So going forward, have you got any plans to bring in Spurs players? How do you think they're going to do under Conte? And who would you who would you pick out of Son Kane? 
Yeah, so I've got 2.3 million in the bank. So at the moment, I'm just looking at my team and I'm, I'm, my plan was always that Havertz place um, was always going to move in game week uh, 12 to Son. Like I bought in Havertz knowing it was just for those three games before the international break when Lukaku and Werner are out. I do not want Havertz when Lukaku and Werner are back in the team. Massive rotation mm. risk. So the, the, the plan was Son comes in and at the moment I've got enough money to bring in Son with still 0.2 in the bank. So Havertz to Son is my planned move. Do I want to do it this week? No, because I want Havertz versus Burnley. As much as I think Son is a good fixture against, against um, uh, Everton away, <laughs> uh, like Everton's defence has been arguably the worst in the league in the last two games. I it's mean, squishy, it's... aren't they? Squishy without Decore. Teams can just carve yeah. through them at, at will at times. It's yeah. Yeah, it's not. It's not good. It, it, it could be. It's a. It's a very good first game for Conte. I think it's coming. It's a lovely first game, and I saw a graphic Sky Sports put up on Monday night during the game, and it was something like the win percentage with and without Yerry Mina was just like when Yerry Mina doesn't play, they also really struggle. So mm. no Mina, no Decore is huge for them. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I would love to see Conte set up for one week before I make a decision on Spurs, and I want to see how they play. So I am biding my time, and also because I think Havertz has got the brilliant fixture, I keep him in for one week because I could just go Havertz this on now. Um, I do think it's going to be a 3-5-2. And my my take on Conte, who I make no uh, secret of the fact that I'm not saying he's the best manager in the world. I'm not saying I think he is the GOAT. But I am saying I he is 100% my favourite manager in world football. I've said, it for, I've said it for years. Like, I love the guy. And I am super excited to see him back in the league that I know and love, the league I watch more than any other. I'm excited to see him in the Premier League. At the same time, Spurs are a competitor for the team I support. And I look at it and go, <laughs> I don't want him bringing instant success there. And that's what he will do. I say instant success. I don't think I'll win anything this year. But next year, I think I think I think they will. They'll win something. Winning the league's probably a bit ambitious when you look at that squad. I can't see how they're ever going to catch the, the 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 big three in in eighteen months. But there'll be there'll be trophies coming somewhere somewhere or another. And I think it's going to be a three five two as which for Son makes him so so valuable. Like at Inter, the whole time it was three five two. At Chelsea, it was actually three four three, and then a bit of three five two. But at Italy, before Inter, it was all three five two as well. And what he went with was usually end of Chelsea, Italy, and Inter. It was always big man, little man. So it was Giroud, Hazard. It was Eder, Pele. It was um, Lataro, Martinez, Lukaku. Now he doesn't have necessarily big man, little man at Spurs, but in terms of attributes, big man, little man doesn't necessarily just well, have to mean like Son, I guess, is yeah, sort of big man, little man. And it's very different attributes, isn't it? Like it's what a big man, little man would provide. Like Kane will be the the one that can hold up play, put good balls through and still score goals. And some will be the one often running in behind, getting on the end of those Kane passes, like we saw at times under Mourinho. So I think both will become really good assets and there'll be goals in that team. I do think Son is is cheaper out of position. Yeah. For me, Son's the number one pick, Kane the number two. And then you look at it and go, will there be value in the wingbacks? Well, yeah, because Conte relies so heavily mm. on wingbacks to get assists. So, and he gets clean sheets. We don't know who's going to play right wing back. He might convert a winger. He might convert a Lucas Moura. He's done. He's converted Candreva at Inter. He converted Moses, Moses at Chelsea. Um, 
maybe Emerson Royale can do the wing-back thing. I don't know enough about him. They paid 30 million from him from Barca. He's clearly got pedigree. Regalon, we know, can do the wing-back thing. And there's definitely an elite player there with the right coaching. So I guess Regalon becomes sort of the other sort of big three picks in, mm. with Kane and Son. I'm, yeah. I'm excited. I'd be very excited as a Spurs fan. Apparently today as first training session, he hosted a 11-11 match and both teams set up in a 3-5-2. Yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think there's any question marks he's, he's going to set up with a 3-5-2. I think he's got... Uh, he's got a lot of the players kind of ready for. You mentioned regular. I think Emerson will, will play at right wing back. Um, yeah. You know they they paid what forty million for Romero, and he's played yeah. in the back three before, yeah. and he's going to boost the prospects of, of the defense because I mean Dyer's not good enough, but it might look a bit better with, with someone like him alongside him. I yeah, the, with some proper coaching. Like exactly, you can't underestimate what Conte does on that training ground. Yeah. He turns average players into look good looking players just from coaching. I think that the, the question marks are in the midfield because he, yeah. he he plays with deep lying playmakers, right? And and Dombele, Hoiberg is Hoiberg will, will do fine in that role, but then it's going to be yeah. I mean, Lo Celso. A lot of people are talking about him sort of coming sort of back in from the cold and, and operating in that role. Because I mean, the big problem. I mean, there's the, the thing with Kane is you've got all this stuff going on about does he care? I think this can only help him. Bringing in an elite manager like Conte is only going to say to Kane, look, we are serious about challenging yeah. again. You know, you're our main man. We need you. Hopefully, for for Kane's sake, he can buy into that and you know not look as disinterested as he has done in in the last few weeks. But the second yeah. thing is, can his system actually unlock it? Because there's just such a lack of creativity in that side. They never replaced Ericsson. No, like properly. That was that was the biggest problem, and you know Conte used Ericsson at, at Inter to to great effect, but played him in a very deep, in yeah. a very deep role. So I think that's going to be the priority in January is is bringing in a bit more creativity. But I I, I think Son for me Kane's a wait and see. I'm still not entirely convinced. I can only see Son being a being a great option going forward. He's gonna he's gonna love it. He's gonna love playing in that system, and he already looks up for it. Even under yeah. you know when everyone had given up. He got, I think he got a new contract a few months did. ago, didn't he? So that helps. And Kane just looks like, for me, I'm with you, like massive wait and see because it's it's almost you look at Kane and go, is he just so anti-Spurs at the moment? Yeah. He's not playing for the shirt. He's not playing for the fans. He's not playing for the owner. He's almost a bit like, you know, putting two fingers up to Spurs at the moment by his performances. Yeah, well, it's, it's Levy that he's fallen out with, right? That's, that's yeah. what this all kind of comes down to is he feels like he had an agreement with him to be sold and Levy didn't honour it. So... Yeah. You know, it, but if if that stems from the fact that he didn't really believe in the in the in the way Spurs were progressing, then maybe this is a turning point because it's it's like look, yeah. we we are going to compete because we've we've got in this guy. It's really really interesting. I think it's it's exactly the appointment Spurs needed to make. I don't yeah. really know how they've done it because it doesn't seem like a great place to come into for Conte. He could go anywhere. Like he could, yeah. if he'd waited a couple of weeks, he gets the United gig. Absolutely. Like, I'm guessing he's been promised a hell of a lot of a transfer budget and he's going to buy a centre-back and, and a creative midfielder. Yeah. Those two things are top of his list. He has yeah. to buy a passing centre-back and a, someone that can do a bit of deep play playmaking from, from the midfield. I mean, bring Ericsson back. He's not yeah. allowed to play at Inter anymore. He, there's a rule in Italy that says he can't play because of his conditions. Really? So he's, up for, he's actually up for grabs and apparently Inter are going to help him find a new club. But yeah, he's been linked with a, a few in Europe. Wow, that'd be Spurs would love that if they got Conte yeah. and Emerson came back. He's absolutely yeah. love there. Very interesting. So, are you the same as me, saving a transfer this week and then looking to get in a Spurs player after the international break? That's what I'm yeah. doing. Yeah, there's just no obvious transfer other than Havertz to Son, and I'm going to wait a week on that. And uh, yeah, the ones I wanted for this week, I wanted to bring Trent back, and I've done that because I nearly rolled last week. And then I wanted Tony. I wanted Brentford cover. I always planned Mbomo 
for this week. Um, and I actually thought Rafina might be the sell. But after watching Rafina for Leeds, I just don't want to sell him. Um, and I don't want to gamble on a player that isn't 100% match fit yet. I mean, we all thought he was going to start last weekend and he didn't. And when hamstrings are funny, like you can be out for longer than you expect with a mm. hamstring injury. And that's what I think he's got. And I've already got Tony, for, you know, it was just targeting Norwich, but also Brentford haven't looked great in recent weeks. So maybe that Norwich game's tighter than we all think. So single Brentford attack will have to suit me this so week. You, but you could afford Havertz or Son this week if you wanted to. Yeah. Yeah, I've got... Um, sure, I've that's, got, got, that's got to be tempting, hasn't it? Havertz has been rubbish. I've got 2.3 in the bank, so it'd leave me with 0.2 extra. So I can I can afford it and then a little bit extra. Um, it is tempting, but I'm, maybe it's the Chelsea fan in me as. Like, I watched Havertz again last night and thought he played really well. The performances have been there. The FPL points haven't. And we, we often only see things as FPL, right? We go, oh, he's blanking, not playing well. Actually... For me, Havertz in that nine channel was looked as good as we've had in the nine channel this season. Like he's linked up really well with Hudson Odoi, really well with Ziek and the two wing backs. And Chelsea playing good football with him as the nine because his touch and hold up is so good. He can still run the channels. He's guaranteed to start against Burnley. I, I can't, I can't sell him. I, I, I'm just gonna say I'd do it. I think I'd do it. I would. I would do Havertz or Son this week if I were you. I think. I know Late Riser and Zoff said the same thing. Yeah, Bridget. If if you're, I can't know why I keep saying if you're watching this video. Like obviously you're watching this video. <laughs> like otherwise you wouldn't hear me. But yeah, for people watching this video, it'd be interesting to know what you think about uh, about this because. Yeah, I wonder knowing how, I'm doing it next week as knowing well. You're doing everyone it next would be week. like, just do it now. Are you? Is is this this kind of bias where you're so desperate for points from this guy who's not really been delivering? Yeah, you feel like if you sell him and then he hits the hall, it's like it's all been all in a waste. It's, it's, it is a really tricky one. I know exactly the the decision, uh, and I guess you know, waiting a week. It's just Everton are so poor, and they surely are so Spurs poor. are going to be lifted. But then they might not be. Maybe they. Maybe we will see the absence of creativity. Very, very, very interesting one. Tricky one. We're going to see a lot of people moving for Spurs assets. I think this week and. Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm happy to give him a week, but I can't do it in one move. So I'm saving the transfer and then I'll be doing it next week. Yeah, um, I do think Rafa could park the bus as well. If Spurs were at home, I'd be more tempted. Oh, I just and, and if Chelsea were away, if it was the other way around and Chelsea were going to Burnley and Spurs were hosting Everton, I'd make the mm, move. Yeah, interesting. Uh, captain, any any chance you could captain someone other than Salah? I don't think so. If I hadn't been stung two weeks ago, I best, genuinely... Best defensive I'd, numbers over the last four in the league yeah. for West Ham. Honestly, if I hadn't been stung by... Again, this is going back to previous mistakes and letting that influence my decision. It shouldn't. I should look at every decision on its own merit. But if I wasn't stung by Salah captaincy two weeks ago, I would be looking at Reese James captain. But I, but, but I was, and I don't want to go through that again. I watch every game as well, which is painful because knowing I'll be watching when the Liverpool play, yeah, it's a Super Sunday 4.30 game. No. I'll be watching that. I can't, I, and it was, oh, ironically, it was the 4.30 Sunday game when Salah killed me with 24 points. So I can't watch that as a non-Salah captainer. And that's not going to be my basis every week, but knowing it's so fresh, knowing I still think he is a good, a great shout, I would be tempted by Reese James, but there isn't any other big candidate there. No, I think that's that's the problem. I mean, I'm I'm a little bit tempted by James. Um, I think I read somewhere this might not be right, uh, but Salah has got nine goals uh, against West Ham, which is his best against any side in the Premier League really? as well. I don't know how much stock you put into these things. Uh, I'm kind of on the fence, but something like that does make me 
He scored make, a worldie yeah. at the London Stadium last season. They yeah. were behind and it was a ball over the top and it was a brilliant touch and goal. I can't remember. I, I, th- I think there's something in it. I, I think players have a, you know, if you've got a good record against a side, yeah. then I think you go into that match full of confidence and thinking, I mean, Salah doesn't need any more confidence anyway, <laughs> but also there might, you know, might be a bit of fear, but it is interesting. I, I think I, I can't see Salah getting a huge haul. I mean, I've said that before and he, and he has. It's just the it's just knowing who to go to because I mean you want to turn to someone like Brentford for example because they've got Norwich but yeah. Tony hasn't scored in like five or six games you really trust him with the armband Reese James I think is the only one for me or Chilwell because they both had the rest in in Europe yeah and like we've talked about they're not defenders you're capturing a midfielder yeah with clean, absolutely with clean sheep I mean um, Tuchel was even said isn't he that they're not they're not defenders in his system. Yeah. They are they are <laughs> midfielders. So they're out of position. It's just kind of changing the way you look at. It. They're the only. It's the only one for me. James or Chilwell, but I'm, I'm probably going to go for Salah as well. To be fair. Yeah, and I know Salah only got the five points last week. But actually, he could have had way more. Yeah. There was a goal disallowed. Like there is always there is always goals there. It'll be interesting to watch because we we'll we'll get to see a bit of Salah this evening and go. Okay, let's just make sure Liverpool are looking good. If they get hammered by Atletico and Salah blanks mm. and they don't score, maybe maybe that turns a few heads. But I still think we go there. Yeah, I think West Ham have been conceding as well. I mean, the, the numbers have been good, but they still find a way to concede one goal. Yeah, one goal. And yeah, I I, can't, I just can't see them keeping the clean sheet against Liverpool in in any capacity. And if they you know, and if they don't, you, you've got to back Salah to be involved. So yeah, pretty boring, but we're both probably yeah sticking with Salah. Uh, I think that's it. Anything else you want to you want to touch on with your team? No, I mean, I'm. This is it's very rare. You look at your team and go, I can't see an obvious transfer, or you can just see one potential transfer, i.e. the Son Havertz thing. Um, so I'm in a good place. Like I've got lots of players with really nice fixtures this week. I'm hoping it's just one of those weeks where everything clicks in and, and looks good. But you know, famous last words. I can't. I don't look at one single player in my eleven and think a blank is unrealistic. Uh, a return is unrealistic. Yeah. Like even Foden and Jimenez and Livramento. I think a I think a return is is is. I've got a, a good chance of a, re, a single return there. So we'll see. Oh, I'm going to remind you of that. That's a nice soundbite when they all blank. <laughs> I know. Famous last words. It really I, is. I, I'm never usually this confident looking at my eleven. I do. Th- think Antonio could sting me and I wonder if Christensen comes out mm. just because Burnley are the sort of team that can always get that one goal and they are they are a, Burnley's attack well, they is definitely good. one to start monitoring they were, like, they were good against Brentford really really good Full so the... much better it's not Sean Dyche we all know and love no. it's like he's committed numbers and Cornet looks amazing he's a he's, he's, he's a bit like you as a manager he fluctuates one, one minute in <laughs> Barcelona and the next he's got them set up to, to hack people down it's yeah you never really know what you're going to get should be a, yeah. should be an interesting game that because uh, yeah. it's you know it's two very obviously very different styles and, and and things, but I'd imagine Chelsea come through it. But I think there might be a few scares yeah. for them because, like you say, Corne and, and Wood can cause damage, and they've got you yeah. know Tom and Neil. They, they've got players that can hurt, but I'm I'm expecting a, a Chelsea win. Uh, right, let's talk fantasy five then. Ten thousand pounds on the line. Uh, five games: Chelsea, Burnley, Brighton, Newcastle, Everton, Spurs, Leeds United, Leicester, West Ham, Liverpool. So I just really want to win. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. Uh, we could look at Burnley players. So Chris Wood, 6'5". Uh, Barnes, 6'5". You've got Cornet, who you mentioned. Cornet, guess what his target is? If it's lower than 6'5". It's 4'5". Oh, well, maybe got, we go him It's got to be, right? That is, that's a bit of a gift. If it's lower, I was thinking, if it's lower than 6'5", we'd probably go that's there. An assist. I, can see, I can see Burnley getting one goal. Yeah. That's a, that's an assist, one assist, and he's and he's got it. He's playing out of position, up yeah. front. 
I think I think that's a no-brainer. Uh, you've, the, the Chelsea boys, you've got Rudiger at six five, Reese James nine five, Chilwell eight five. I think they're I think they're a bit too I think they're a bit too much. I think Cornet's a, a really solid choice. Yeah, I like that. Like Cornet has only moved to Burnley for the shop window, and what bigger platform to to like to smash it when you visit Stamford Bridge? Absolutely. Yep. Uh, Brighton Newcastle next. Mope eight five. No, thank you. Mwepu uh, seven five. Despite Klopp saying he doesn't think he meant it, which is a load of rubbish. One hundred percent meant that goal. Uh, he's seven five. Uh, Trossard seven five as well. Who are like the okay. look Played in the false nine. Out of position, yeah. Yeah, I don't think I don't think he will. I think Mope will come back in, and I think the false nine was was tactical. But yeah. Trossard will play out of position anyway. Uh, Kukurella's eight five, which is a lot. Ooh. Callum Wilson is he an option? Callum Wilson's an option. He is six five, so he needs more than a goal. That's the only the only issue with him. More than one, yeah. Uh, I like Trossard at seven five. I think a clean sheet and a goal isn't unrealistic for Trossard, and then he'd hit the the he'd get eight, so he'd hit the seven five. Is Lamptey is listed, or because I think this yep. could be his first. This could be when Lamptey starts. Yeah, Lamptey's in at six five. Uh, bit of a risk, obviously, if he'll play or not. Duffy's also six five. I think he could cause more oh, kind right. of problems from, yeah. from set, pieces. set pieces. So yeah, I'll leave it to you. I mean, Lamptey, Duffy, or Trossard, they're probably they're probably our best picks. I can't pick this one, mate. This has to be you. I'm go- I'm gonna go for Trossard. Yeah, I-, I think I'm up for that. He was he was fantastic against Liverpool. Yeah, uh, he he. Oh, wait, did you see Garth Crooks on BBC Sport? Trossard had a great game, but I don't like false nine, so I'm not going to pick him. Like, what are you talking about? He was absolutely fantastic. He, you know, he scored another goal as well in that game. Has he never so picked Firmino then? Probably not. On his team? Like, probably, come probably on, yeah, I know, come on, cut, sort it out. Uh, yeah, I really like Trossard. I thought I thought his feet, he, he has these glimpses where he just looks like such a well-beater, but yeah. just doesn't do it consistently. I'd, I'd love to see him, you know, performing like that, to that level more regularly. There's definitely like an, an elite player Oh, there. there is. There really like, is. I remember when he first signed for Brighton thinking, this guy gets in the Belgium squad. Yeah. What's he doing at Brighton? Like, if you get in the Belgium squad at his age, when he when he was, you've got a seriously good player. Yeah. If, if, he, if he put in performances like he did against Liverpool consistently, yeah. he would be playing for a top, top team. 100%. Yeah. I've got no doubt. Uh, Everton Spurs next. So Richarlison's at 6-5. Kane, 6-5. Nice and cheap for him. I'm still wow. entirely convinced. Son's 8-5 though. So quite a bit more. Uh, and then you look at the fullbacks. So Emerson, 6'5", Regulon, 6'5", playing probably at position mids. Yeah. Not a bad shout. Uh, and the, they're the same price as the Everton defenders, who I just don't think we go anywhere near. I think we're probably at Kane, 6'5". That seems know, very seems cheap. Seems low for him, right? Yeah. Um, or we go for one of the one of the wing-backs. Kane or Reggie for me. I'm happy with either of those at 6'5". Pro- probably Kane. For the pe- Kane. I don't think he's had a penalty this season, has he? Spurs pen. No, I mean he, again, he needs more than he needs more than a goal, more than one, yeah. But I think Everton are, could be pretty obliging. If He'll be putting Son in for fun. I mean, Son against the likes of Holgate and Godfrey, yeah. he'll give him a yeah. yeah. Michael Keane had a dreadful game on Monday night. Yeah, he did. He did. I mean, the defense is just doesn't just doesn't look good, and they've got no protection at all. Really, it's yeah. it's a it's a bit of a mess for for Benitez at the moment. Uh, okay, Leicester, Leeds United. I mean, Vardy six five. That seems. Really cheap. Rafina's eight five. You've got Tielemans at six five. Madison at seven five. What's Rodrigo? Number he, nine. For, he'll be playing number nine unless they're having conceded. Rodrigo is six five. Same as Vardy. Yeah, it's Rodrigo or Vardy then, isn't it? I think it's got to be Vardy. Yeah. I mean, we, yeah. I mean, Leeds have Leeds have been better defensively. Leicester are just so 
hit and miss at the moment, but yeah, they are um, scoring goals, aren't they? They are. Like, I know. I know. I know. They kept the clean sheet against Arsenal, but so many big chances. Like they are creating a lot of chances. Yeah. Yeah. And like, Madison's free kick should have gone in. They should have done yeah. another one. Let's, let's be honest. I can't believe the dog's still on me. I know, he's very happy up there. He's been snoring away. Uh, we're going to go for Vardy. Uh, and then the final one then is West Ham, Liverpool. So, well, the West Ham players are, are nicely priced, actually. Antonio is 6'5". Uh, Declan Rice, 5'5". Scored and got an assist, I think, in the, in the last game. Uh, ben Rama, 7'5". That's a, that's a bit too high. But then you're looking at Liverpool. I mean, Salah's 11'5". Mane, 10'5". Jota, 10'5". These are quite a lot. Uh, going down to defence, Trent's 8-5, Van Dijk 6-5. As knowing we're both benching Antonio in FPL, maybe <laughs> he could be the guy that actually goes, it's fine he got a haul because he's won us 10 grand. Oh, that's very true. Yeah. <laughs> maybe that is, that is that kind of like hedging your bets kind of thing. That I do like. yeah. There's no one that really stands out for me here. The uh, Liverpool players are super high. They are they are really high and it's it's not an easy game for them. I I can't I can't see them getting three or four goals in this game. I think West Ham are a, are a really, really good side. Yeah be, Zuma and Obonner at the back is a nice centre back pairing. They are locking teams out. Should be a great game. Let's let's go for let's go for Antonio then. Yeah. Yeah that go on then. Don't yeah no I mean knowing Ben Rama's more you Antonio seems good value. Yeah. So our team that's going to win us 10 grand is, we never said that before, is uh, Cornet, Trossard, Kane, Vardy and Antonio. Oh, loads of 6.5 forwards. Loads Love of that. 6.5. And Cornet, I mean, Cornet at 4.5 is a, yeah. a steal, I think. Uh, cool. I will lock that in. As I said, there's all links in the description if you want to play. Um, it's as easy as just picking five players and you could win money. Make sure you join the uh, Fantasy Scout League too. Jenny. That is it for us for another week. I will see you again next week. Oh, no, I won't. It's international break. I'll oh, see yeah. you in two weeks. Oh, not another international break. I know. How is there another one already? Oh, I know. So we'll be back in two weeks uh, with our next video here. Uh, but thanks, everyone, for watching. And Jenny, I will see you in a few weeks. Thanks, mate. See you soon. Good luck, everyone. It's going to be a big week. Loads of greens. Fingers crossed. See ya.